This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I'm a psychologist, and I have spent the last 30-plus years helping people to create hot, healthy, sexual, and intimate relationships. And on this show, we're working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Today, the letter is I, and I is for inches. Does size count? So much is made of size in relation to sex. Men worry about penis size. Are they big enough? What does average look like? Are they too big? And women worry about the size and shape of their vulvas. They worry about the size of their bodies. But does size really matter? Joining me today to talk all things size is Marla Stewart. Marla is an author, speaker, sexologist, sex and relationship coach, and sex educator. She is a lecturer at Clayton State University and co-founder of the Sex Down South Conference and the Sexual Liberation Collective. While in grad school, she created Velvet Lips, a sexuality education company to empower people of all ages to embrace, educate, and enjoy their sexual lives. She studied human sexuality for more than 18 years and has expert knowledge in a wide variety of subjects. She's published academic articles and continues to do sexuality research. She sits on the board for Spark Reproductive Justice Now and the Diverse Sexualities Research and Education Institute. Welcome to the show, Marla. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> so, what do we think about size? Let's start with penis size because it's the easy one, I think. <laughs> you know, it's the least complicated of the issues. Does size really matter? Um, I think size uh, really matters some sometimes, right? So, I really depends. It, it, I feel like it all, penis size depends on what you're putting the penis into. Mm. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, uh, you know, when we're thinking about vagina, you know, vaginas range, right? The average vagina is like four inches, right? But of course, folks are shorter. Some folks are longer. So it's just sort of a, you know, everybody's different, right? Um, So uh, yeah, penis size, you know, I, I, yeah, it's what you're putting, what, what are you doing with the penis? Right? Yeah, you know, I, think it's, I think it's so funny because, uh, you know, guys get really self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. And of course, your understanding of what your size is, is totally relative. Right, right. right. To what you've seen. So I've known guys who have been worried that they were small. They yeah. were well above average. I've been like, <laughs> who are you comparing yourself to? Um, but the other thing, and the other thing with vaginas is, I mean, we do stretch and we do move, uh, although we do have some limitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, for example, if you've had a hysterectomy, um, often they they sew up the top, so you don't have like an open hole into your your um, abdomen because 
because they've taken away the things that used to block that. Um, and so that can kind of place more of a limitation because scar tissue doesn't tend to be as stretchy. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, I was thinking about, um, I have some people on uh, Instagram live here talking about, yes, every, it matters, right? right yes. <laughs> Size matters, right? Um, you know, some people, you know, say like, oh, I'm really, you know, I'm not that big or whatever. And you're like, oh, that's pretty, you know, pretty average. But because a lot we've been conditioned by porn, um, or a lot of people watch oh a lot God, of porn, yeah. you know, people tend to think like, um, you know, people tend to think, oh, well, you know, uh, I don't have this ginormous penis uh, like I've seen on porn, so I must be small, right? And yeah. when in fact, that's really not necessarily, you know, the case. So, And of course, size is not just about length. Right, it's about girth. It's about <laughs> That's girth. what I was also going to talk about. <laughs> well, and I, 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 I almost think, I mean, to be fair, I kind of do like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn on my Instagram live and see if I can do anything with it. Yeah. Right? Sure. I, I, to, be, to be, you know, this is like somebody who is really not good at this, so just saying. Not the best. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I think is really, yeah, I mean, I, I, I quite like some size. I'll be honest about that. I quite yeah. like some size. Um, but girth is almost more important. Girth is important. Um, and I, I feel like girth is, uh, more important. Um, particularly when it comes to penis size, because when we think about the penis, right. And you know, whether it's a smaller or bigger girth, the thing is, if you are a person who has a vagina and you like to feel full, like girth is yeah. the thing that's going to make you, you know, feel all great, right? It's going to make you feel full. It's going to make you, 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 you know, you're um, hitting the very sensitive spots, uh, you know, uh, near the vaginal entrance, right? Absolutely. So, you know, it really just, um, it, it, you know, hopefully you have a good enough girth to where you feel full, right? That's what yeah. I say. Yeah, and that, and that, well, and that definitely makes a difference because you can be somebody can be small, short, but if the girth is there, then you feel full and it's not a problem. Right. Yeah, and then we have to think about too because the vaginal, you know, the vagina expands too. Yep. Like as we get excited, hopefully, hopefully we're getting excited. <laughs> Yeah, you know, some of us are thinking of grocery lists sometimes, or what the oh, kids God, are doing. What's dinner? What's for dinner next? But if you're not having a noisy brain and all that, right? If you're really enjoying yourself, right? Then it's nice to like see or feel, you know, your vagina expand and um, you know, and and and, feel and all grip. The, the good feelings, yeah, and the grip totally. Right. Yeah, no, and, and that and that's really that's really important. And I know that guys, I mean, guys can get really self-conscious. You know, we're kind of we're kind of laughing about it, but it can really get in the way of sexual performance if somebody feels like they're not measuring up. Yeah. And then there's the flip side, which is the oh my god, it's too big. Yeah. Um, you know, which is funny. And I, well, I, I went to Sex Down South this year, as you know, and. Um, they had the O-Nut there. Yeah. Which is a great thing. If you guys haven't heard about the O-Nut, it's like this little bolster, right? There are these little soft, puffy rings. 
And basically, you put the penis through the ring so that you are shortening the size. So you're stopping from some, somebody from penetrating too deep. So if you're somebody who really um, finds a deep penetration uncomfortable, or if your partner's penis is huge, or even if you're using a dildo that's really large, if someone's using a strap-on, same thing, because controlling the depth, actually controlling the depth of a strap-on is harder than controlling the depth of a penis that's attached to your body, because you can you can feel where your penis is, but you, you don't feel where the dildo is on a strap-on. So you can limit the penetration, and that sometimes is w- what makes it possible to have some really vigorous sex without caring. So it's a great thing if you're worried about penetration that's too deep. Yeah, nice. Um, I have not personally, you know, used the O-nut, um, but uh, I, I've heard some good things about it. So, yeah. you know. I mean, I didn't, I haven't personally used it because I haven't run into the problem, but I have clients. <laughs> yeah, which is nice, you know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I quite like some size. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I like some size in, in, in attached penises and not attached penises. Um, <laughs> but, but I have clients who that's made the difference between them being willing to have sex with a partner and not being willing. Totally, totally. Because sometimes, you know, I've had um, uh, clients where it's it's been a real big problem where their the penis is too big, right? And it hurts. Um, but a lot of that, you know, a lot of that too has to do with the amount of foreplay or you know other things that are happening um, when people are not aroused enough or to to or you know or let go enough to be receptive, right? That, that's true. I mean, and, has and, all the inches. Yeah. And, and, people do, and people don't realize that, that actually the more relaxed you are, the easier it is. I mean, it sounds obvious, but a lot of times women are tense when they're having sex and they're not even aware of it necessarily. They think they got to tense up in order to get the orgasm. Like they're, they're reaching for the orgasm. And if you're tense, you have less space. Yeah. Um, and so it, it can hurt more. So if you take the time to relax, actually, you can manage quite a bit more. Definitely. Definitely. So we are a couple of minutes from break. Um, and before we go to break today, I want to say that support for the A to Z of sex comes from Manscaped, who is the number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered jewels for your tools for your family jewels. And I love that line. So I've been talking the last few weeks about my son's and my husband's reactions to these products. They both say that they're thrilled with them. No nicks, no cuts, not even any roughness. They say it's a really smooth um, trim and a really smooth shave. And they're beautifully presented. The razors are beautifully presented. And the deodorant is absolutely fantastic. My if wife uses Manscaped, by the way. <laughs> really? That's totally yeah. cool. I love the deodorant. You know, I really love the, because um, it's, it's gentle. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people do sweat down below, and sometimes you don't like sweating down below. If you want to get 20% off and free shipping, use the code A-T-O-Z-S-E-X, so A to Z sex at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. At manscaped.com, use the code A to Z sex. Please don't forget to use that code or you won't get your discount. We'll be back after a couple of minutes. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks and Parish Michelle Blair. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a barometer for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. So hi everybody, back for the second segment of the A to Z of sex. And this week it's I is for inches. And I'm talking with Marla Stewart. So we were saying that some people on the Instagram live feed were mentioning that if somebody's good, it doesn't matter what the penis size is like. Yeah. Well, thinking about like um, uh, the fingers, right? Like the penis size or inches versus fingers, I think is the thing that is like, what's more important? Are fingers more important or is penis size more important? Right. Um, so if you want to find the G spot, you know, and you have a strap on, it's not going to be the same if you, you know, if you had a, um, uh, you know, an attached penis, right. So as a, as a penis owner. And, uh, but I also think that fingers are different. Yeah. Right. Like for me, and I think it's very much personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. Some things feel better than others to each individual. And fingers are different. Fingers are not the same pliability. You know, they're harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can make them not so narrow by using many, but, mm-hmm. and you don't have the kind of depth. So it really, I think, depends. 
But I do think it's important to remember that there are all sorts of things you can do penetration with. It does not have to be a dick. Okay. Right. Well, I was trying the Facebook Live, but we're getting feedback, so I'm going to sign me off. So, <laughs> so I clicked you off, so it might, maybe you want to, uh, if you still wanted to do it, you could join in, but... Um, no, the phone, I mean, even with the phone far away from the microphone, we'll, I'll have to work on the technical things. I haven't done yeah, that before. That's all good. We're <laughs> all learning. Um, but, um, so that's one of the things. I also think... Um, did somebody ask about um, advice for first-time um, strap-on user? Strap -on yeah, user. if you're a first-time strap-on user, like you know, I'm guessing, how do you know maybe what is the right size? Like what inches are the best? And so I remember the first time I had, um, I hooked up with this woman, and she was just like, "Which dick do you want?" And she had about like ten different dicks. And it was like, you know, it was like, um, uh, what, you know, she's just like, pick your size, whichever one you feel like is comfortable. And they range, right, from like really small to really big. And so I was like, that's awesome, right? I have the, the ability to choose, you know, which, which dick I want, right? <laughs> For me, um, the, um, the first time I had a date and this girl had told me that she wanted me to fuck her. And I was like, she's like, have you ever done that? And I, and I was like, I tried it once and I wasn't very successful. <laughs> so, but I, you know, I wanted to try and make her happy. So I went home and I said to my husband, so here's the thing. I don't know what to do. Cause mm -hmm. the last time I tried this, it didn't work very well. So we went dick shopping, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually wrote an article on this for your tango, but we went dick shopping and um, I, I found a penis that was, um, it turns out to be about the same skin tone as mine. And, um, and the belt was one of those sport belts. And because I have a stomach, like when I looked down, it actually looked like it was attached because you couldn't see the strap on belt, which was quite yeah. interesting. <laughs> um, but he gave me lessons in fucking. And I, it sounds strange, but there's, a, there's hip movements that oh, yeah. as a woman are not the same hip movements. And so we spent some time with him moving my hips so I could get the idea for penetration. And apparently I did a decent job because she was happy, but, but it, did take some, it did take some practice. So my first time tips would be don't, don't have your appetite, uh, your eyes be bigger than your mouth, right? Don't get a dick that's so big that you don't know how to really manage it. Um, right. You can always scale up, but start smaller so that you feel you have more control. Because remember, if it's not attached, we don't have the kind of control they have. <laughs> yeah. If it, yeah. If you are using a strap on, it's not, yeah, it's not the same as if you were riding, right? Like yeah. it is a different <laughs> hip movement. And so um, I, it's a lot about practice, right? Yeah. So yes, yes. Slim Fitness says a stroke game must be right. You know, like yeah. the stroke you can, Sometimes, you know, I, I often tell people who are first time strap on users to just like put it on and walk around the house, right? Put it on, walk around, get comfortable, go to sleep in it, you know, like get comfortable with it because once you're comfortable with it, then naturally your body is going to move with it. And so when you have fun, you know, good natural body movements and it's a little bit easier when you get into a sexual situation. Yeah. So yeah, practicing before is always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> always a good thing because you feel more confident. Otherwise, you, you know, 
anxiety is up and stuff, particularly if you're, you're with a new person and you're mm-hmm. doing a new thing, you know, yeah. to, it, it's the more, the more practice you have on your own, the easier it is. And try, and you've got to try to own it. So for me, it's not something I do very often. And it's just because I, I never feel like I own it. Mm. You know, it doesn't, it just doesn't, I, I just doesn't don't feel, feel like a part of you. No. Yeah. And it never has. And it's probably because I just never wanted a dick. Right. <laughs> but that just, I mean, you know, and, and that's just how it's been for me. I've been happy with the parts I have and that's, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm much more successful with my hands and my mouth than I am with that because I'm not quite, I, I'm never quite owning it. And you'll do much better if it really does feel um, a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. As long as, as practice makes perfect, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so other size stuff. Let's talk a bit about um, vulvas and size and shape. Because that's become a real issue these days. Um, lots and lots of women opting to have surgery to yeah. change what they look like because they don't think they're okay. Well, a lot of that comes from the porn, you know, entertainment in the porn industry, right? Like we don't have those conversations there. You know, when you're watching porn, it doesn't say like, you know, this is this is a unique vagina, and that vaginas look all sorts of ways, right? Um, and I think it's important to let people know that, like, hey, of course, vaginas look all sorts of ways. But more and more people are getting surgery, right? So if their inner lips are too long, right, or, or too long according to these, you know, porn standards, um, you know, they might go and get surgery. Like for my students, I, I have them watch. Um, a documentary um, uh, called the, the perfect vagina. And it talks all about like, you know, what is the perfect vagina? Right. Um, and folks from different cultures, you know, this thinking about the hymen, thinking about the vulva lips, the surgery and how, you know, complications can come from that. But folks who are like young, you know, like 15, 16 being like, Oh, my vagina doesn't look like the one that I've seen on porn. So I want to go get surgery to, to get them clipped. Right. It's so scary to me because as you say, everything is different. Everyone's mm-hmm. different. Um, we change over time as well with age. Yes. Oh right? yeah. We're going to look different as we get older. One thing that, that a lot of women don't know is your color changes. Yes. And your color down there can bear no resemblance to the, your color on the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which can be quite shocking if you weren't told that that was a possibility. And when I say that, I mean that some people who are very pale on the rest of their body are very dark skinned in that area of their body. Mm-hmm. And the reason you don't see that on pornography is because women bleach. Right. Yes, they really do that. And yes, it really means what it says. <laughs> really scary why would you want to put those kinds of chemicals there but women bleach i mean anal bleaching is something people talk about a lot more but women bleach the vaginal area because they're darker we are naturally darker down there and so they don't like the fact that they're darker um and so they bleach um i would not recommend it but um lips too long is one issue um too puffy is another issue that women raise 
Oh yeah. Well, I feel like, I don't know, too puffy. I, I don't know if too puffy is one. I mean, uh, particularly for women of color, I have never heard like too puffy. Usually like that's a compliment, right? Oh, really? Like having a fat pussy, right? Like, but yeah. um, huh? I mean, the women of color I know, I, I agree with you, would say the same thing, right? <laughs> but I have people coming in and saying, you know, I shouldn't have a pad of fat around there. And it's like, no, actually that's natural. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, 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 it should be hard. I'm like, no, it really shouldn't be hard, right? <laughs> it shouldn't be bony. Yeah. I mean, you know, having, having, you know, you need a little bit of fluffiness, right? You need some padding, right? Because sometimes, you know, when, you know, people, you know, people have bones, right? Yeah. And so padding is always good for, you know, if you're with someone who's, a, you know, a little bit more, you know, bonier maybe than you or a little bit thinner or whatever. So, you know, having a, a fat pussy is, is pretty, I would say, on the norm for um, uh, folks of color who have vulvas, you know, um, vaginas, um, you know, and it's, it's especially, you know, women who have those. So, you know. So and now you've heard that people who are listening, right? It <laughs> cultural variations. And there is no such thing as the way it is supposed to be. Um, and I've had a comment here that says if it's too bony, it feels like you're being stabbed in the top of the pelvic area. <laughs> the guy. This is a guy saying this, and then you gotta switch it backwards. So if it's too yeah, bony, it's go, a problem. Yeah, because well, and you know, a lot of people love missionary, right? Yep. So when you when you're like, Yes, I, I need the padding for the missionary, and when you don't have necessarily the padding, then you're like some guys will be like, okay, well, I got to flip you over and I got to, you know, do the doggy style because they like the, the, the padding of the booty, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> they want to feel that softness. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there are a lot of complications for surgery. We're a couple of minutes from break. When we come back, we will talk about this and then we're going to talk about body size because this is definitely a very big and very sensitive issue for people of all genders. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is segment three of the A to Z of sex. And this week, it's I is four inches. And I'm with the amazing Marla Stewart. And we were talking um, fat pussies just before the break. <laughs> but you, you mentioned on the break that, um, that people have raised issues about different skin tones and things. Yeah, so um, when thinking about different skin tones, um, some people just believe like, you know, I was saying like fat pussy people, you know, a lot of women of color and folks of color who have vulvas like tend to be like fat pussy is a compliment. Um, and, but it also for, for folks who maybe a little bit more sensitive, just feel like, oh, well, that's sort of a woman of color stereotype, right? Um, but I'm, but I was saying like, Hey, I don't have one, but I have plenty of friends that have one. And if we all learn that, like, it doesn't matter what your skin color is, right. We all have different shapes and sizes of vulvas, right? Like it can, it can go from, you know, your clitoris can be, you know, as small as the tip of my pinky to as big as my thumb, whether you are black, white, you know, brown, what, you know, absolutely right. So, um, it's, you know, it's really just a matter of um, accepting that, like, whatever, you know, whoever you are or whatever kind of, you know, vulva vagina you have, it is the perfect vagina, right? It is. Right. It's the perfect you know, one informal. for you. And right. what's, but what's important, uh, clitoris size is another important one, actually, because if you don't know that size can be different, a small clitoris can can make pleasure more difficult right because it has to be found that's the one that people have trouble finding right mm-hmm. um and so if you are um as a clitoris owner not aware of your own anatomy and don't understand that you know there are different sizes and shapes and things it can be really hard to be able to tell a partner what to do orgasm becomes a, a difficulty because you're not sure where you're going. So, you know, it isn't unusual. We are all different sizes. Some things require a bit more care and attention just from the point of view of, you know, finding them and seeking them out. Do remember that most of the clitoris is internal. <laughs> so, you know, it isn't really small. It's just the bit that you're seeing outside that's small. Um, 
But again, there's such wide variation, hugely wide variation. Yeah. And I remember the very first time I came in contact with um, a, a bigger clitoris. Um, I was in college and um, um, it was this uh, white girl and um, her clitoris was as big as my thumb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I heard, but like had never experienced. So I was like, wow, like this is such an incredible experience. Um, and so when you think about inches, like, you know, the clitoris can be really tiny, you know, m- millimeters, right? As opposed to, you know, two inches or something like that. Yeah, no. And I mean, um, I've seen women who were really big and I'm the first time for me was like, that's so different for me. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and nobody had ever... Because sex education didn't talk about stuff like this. No, you know, that was know. not we because we weren't talking about pleasure, and because we weren't talking about pleasure, we didn't talk about, um, and we weren't talking about mental health and and self confidence or any of those things. So, I had no idea that people were different from me until I actually looked. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what you said was very, very important, right? Like we don't get those pictures in sex education, right? We don't get the pictures of, we get pictures of penises. Oh yeah. You know, we get pictures of penises and oh yeah, penis can be this size or this size, but we never see pictures of clit sizes, right? Yeah. We never see pictures of a small, medium, larger clits like, and that, and, and, and so further go on, like when people see pictures or see porn, because, you know, teenager, you're a young person, you're going to be like, what is that? What's happening? Right. <laughs> Body sizes. Um, you know, it's important to to know that, you know, we're all different and, you know, we're all beautiful. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 so treat it as a voyage of discovery. Right. <laughs> so I did get a note um, that I picked up on the break, an email that I picked up on the break from John, who said that he finds um, stereotypes about dick size, particularly he's a black man. And he said he finds stereotypes about dick size really bothersome. Yeah. Um, um, and it, 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 it has made him really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is it sort of like, because um, uh, like, you know, black men are supposed to be well endowed, right? Yes. It's a stereotype. So it's like, okay, if you don't have the well endowed penis, you know, thing that we've been fed, the mandingo, you know, where does that leave you? You know? Well, I mean, he said he is large, right? He mm-hmm. is large, but um, he still finds people's expectations uncomfortable because he mm. feels like somebody wants him for his dick, what they think they're going to find rather than for his whole person. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's a fetish, fetishized, right? I mean, it's a whole, you know, porn channel, BBC. It's a whole, you know, (laughs) so, you know, knowing that we have to um, go against these stereotypes, it's something to be said, like, hey, I am an actual full person. I'm a full human being. I'm not just my dick or my clit or whatever, right? Like, I am a person, so... And I mean, you know, if there's nothing wrong with, with getting into into fetishizing, like, within a very limited scope. If mm-hmm. everybody knows that that's what they're doing. Like, if you're the person who puts it out there, you know, I have this, you know, 
you know, for God puts out there, like I've got this big black dick, right? Mm-hmm. Or rather big black cock is the, the normal way it's put. Mm-hmm. So I've got this, you come and, oops, you come and check me out. That's one thing. That's because you're speaking about yourself. Right. It's another thing to be seeking that. Right. Um, and forgetting that there's a whole human being there and fetishizing is very uncomfortable. Yeah. For the other person. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and and that's a lot. That's something to be said, too, just racially. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, when, you know, folks of color walk into spaces and if they're, you know, mainly white spaces or spaces where there aren't a whole lot of folks of color, you know, you're immediately like, okay, are these people going to treat me like a human being or is it, you know, as a possible outsider? What am I, you know, how am I being viewed, right? Yeah. Am I being viewed as something to conquer, right? Am I being right. viewed as, um, you know, a fetish? Am I being, you know, objectified or, uh, you know, so. You know, and, whole, and that's like objecti- objectification is fine when you consent to it. It's not right. at all fine when you don't. Right. You know, yeah. and, and most women have had that experience. Oh, yeah. Women of color have it more, but most women have had the experience of being somewhere where, you know, I'm, I'm not even talking about being like at a club or somewhere where you're meeting people, just being on the street and right. being objectified. So, you know, it's about thinking about these things first. Right. And trying to think about how you would feel in those mm-hmm. circumstances, which often people don't do. So take right. a step back. Um, so body size. Ah, yes. Body size. This is a big deal for a lot of people. Tons of women who do not want to have lights on them when they have sex because they do not like their naked form. Hmm. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I think we all, everybody, everybody has a challenge with something around their body. Uh Uh-huh. And I think, you know, we, uh, even, you know, as humans, we know this, we know, like, you know, like body love, love your body. And, you know, we, some of us love our bodies, but like, we'd love to change things, right? right. We always, there's always something that we can change about ourselves. And unfortunately, right, is, you know, people, um, a lot of times I, I just think about like, consumerism right yes. we, we are fed like this isn't good enough or that isn't good enough and you need this and you need that um just because um and then we become do i need that oh i didn't realize i needed that thing right right um, well I, I mean like there's tons of fat shaming and um and again, you know, if you go back to pornography and you're talking about what you expect in the bedroom, what does a woman look like um, and your expectation of how you're supposed to be presenting um, and then you look at fashion ads. My God, mm-hmm. you know, like this is what we're supposed to look like. And even even women who are quite um, intelligent and also um relatively self-assured we're bombarded with that every day it's hard not to be impacted on some level you know even when you practice body positivity it's really hard not to be impacted on some level and and that translates to sell um a lack of self-confidence in sex as well yeah yeah um uh 
somebody just mentioned, so they, they know that it took them a long time to be able to be comfortable with their body. Um, always wanted to have sex in the dark, never used to walk around the house yep. naked and would rush to, to put clothes on. Um, and I find that to be like pretty fascinating because a, a, a lot of folks have that, right? Like, I don't want anybody to see me when I have the lights off. I'm gonna, gonna I'm not going to walk around naked. Uh, the, the moment you get up, I'm going to put on some clothes and you know, that can be really um, daunting or, or it could be a little limiting, right? Because if you are loving on that person, right, you want to be able to be like, hey, I want to see your body. I just enjoyed you. I just, you know, I, let's have the lights. Uh, you know, if you're a visual person like me, you know, you're like, I want to see everything, right? I want to see all the nooks and crannies. I want to see your body and appreciate it and love it, you know, like, that's the, you know, that's the type of person I am. But, um, uh, I feel like if we encourage more people to like do it during the day or do it with the lights on, then we can get used to it, you yeah. know, get used to being out in the day, being naked with ourselves, you know, doing it with the lights on, you know, I mean, absolutely practice it. <laughs> well, and it is, and it is a practice thing. Um, um, it, you know, I, it's definitely something I want to talk more about. We're a couple of minutes away from break, but I think it's important to talk more about, you know, how you do get comfortable with that. And I want to pick the point up that you've said, if you're loving on somebody and they're not comfortable, you're almost rejecting their love. You're mm-hmm. telling them, you know, you, you don't have any taste. Why are you, well, you know, why do you think I'm beautiful? Right. Mm-hmm. What, what is it that you're looking at? And it, it can be felt really as a rejection from the person who's, who's admiring you. Right. You know, and and that's also not very nice, not very pleasant. You know, it's it's um, it, it puts the little it mars the experience because yeah. you know, if, if I can't enjoy all of you because you feel that a part of you is just unacceptable. So some people only have a small part that they don't like, but some people cannot stand any part of themselves. Right. And that's um, that's to me is always quite sad. Um, Okay, so we'll be back in a couple of minutes after the break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Over 20 million people in America struggle with substance use. This impacts both the people who are using and loved ones who are trying to help. Still... There is hope. Tune in to the Beyond Addiction Show with host Josh King. You'll hear from experts and get the real information you need to understand and assist in change. Change can be hard. It doesn't have to be confusing. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. I is for inches this week, and this is our last segment, and I'm with the wonderful Marla Stewart. And before the break, we were talking about body consciousness and how uncomfortable it can be. What I remember really clearly that I was never comfortable being naked, um, except when I was on my own, um, until I actually got ordered the first time. So my first experience about being naked was to um, be able to was to be told to take my clothes off in a circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seemed to start me getting more comfortable in that environment, you know, to be able to just be comfortable walking around naked. Um, but there is that, you know, which part of you don't you like thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like my stomach. Yeah. And I like my stomach less since when I had, um, I had my son, I had to have a C-section. So what they do is when they sew you up, they make a fold that wasn't there before. Mm. Um, and then when I had the, my hysterectomy, they used the same sort of area, but like they made the fold even stronger. So now I've got like, to me, it looks like a pillow sitting on my, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, I, I, I don't like it very much, but it's me. It's not going to change. I'm not going to have surgery because I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there really isn't anything that I could do that would change it. So it's about getting together and loving it. But my husband loves on it and my lovers also love on it. Like no one has a problem with it but me. Yeah. You know, I think it's one of those things where we... People love it, right? Like, I think about my stomach all the time, and I'm like, oh, gosh. But, you know, my wife is always rubbing on it, always just like, la, la, la. And I'm just like, okay, you're enjoying it, you know. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and I, I think, I feel like that's pretty average, you know. Like, mm-hmm. we all have something that we worry about, and um, as much as we uh, – as much as maybe we hate on maybe a little piece of our body, we love our body and ourselves even more. And I think that is the thing that trumps it all, like trumps yeah. those those small body insecurities, right? It's really about the the, the overall factor sure. of loving ourselves and who we are. So. And I mean, there are certainly many people who don't. There are men as well as women who really find it hard to oh, love yeah. their bodies. Um, I'm not... Um, 
and feel that they can't love on themselves until they, until they lose weight is the biggest one. Um, I always encourage people to learn how to accept themselves now. That doesn't mean don't lose weight if that's what you want to do. But that waiting period of until I and that self-hatred during that long waiting period is really unhealthy. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of poisons your whole life. And then there are people who actually have a disorder, body dysmorphic disorder, and they look in the mirror and they do not see what's there. Right. So they see something and people are like, what do you mean? They see something totally different. Like they look in the mirror and they, if, if it's around weight, they might see somebody who's really big and yet they're really slender. Yeah. But that's actually visually what they're seeing. And it's very hard to change that view without some good therapy. That one's, that one's a really hard one to shift. Yeah, it's so interesting because when I hear those stories, I'm like, I think I have like the opposite of that, right? Because I was such a skinny kid, right? Every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I look good, right? And I think I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I see a picture and I'm like, oh my gosh, I look like that. <laughs> like, or what? like, I have like, Whatever view I see in the mirror is definitely not the view that I see when I see a picture of me that someone has taken. And I think that's so bizarre, right? Like, I'm quite similar in that way, though. Um, it changes from day to day. And so I don't, I don't have body dysmorphic disorder, but I definitely yeah. do get dysmorphic at times. And I, yeah. So I'm not critical of myself because that's part of body dysmorphic disorder in that way. I'm not right. going, oh, my God, I'm huge. I'm horrible or. Right, yeah, sometimes right, 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 it's right. not fat. Sometimes it's a nose or a, right. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. but I definitely don't see what's there some of the time. And so I um, will see a bigger person, a bigger person. I've, I've lost about 30 pounds in the past year wow. um, and really not trying because of a bunch of different things. And it's healthy for me to have done that. Mm. Um, but I look in the mirror and I don't necessarily see that. Um, sometimes I see the person that I, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, Oh, or in pictures, like I look in the mirror and I look great. And then in pictures, the angle's different. And I'm like, oh, I still have. Huh? <laughs> mm. It's still. But the other thing that I think is really interesting around size is if you're comfortable being on top of your partner. Mm, this goes yeah. for all genders. So when somebody's really big, if they put their weight on you, that can be an issue. Yeah. Right? Can make breathing problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, do you really want to have to hold your weight away from somebody when you're fucking them? No, you want to be as relaxed as possible. <laughs> That's right. So it's definitely one of those things that, that we get anxious about. Certainly, I can't, I can't even count how many times not my husband and one of my other partners will say to me, climb on top, you're not going to crush me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My perception is if I'm on top, yeah, I'm going to completely crush them. Yeah, um, it's interesting because, you know, they wouldn't say that if they couldn't handle it. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times we get stuck in that, like, oh, I don't want to, um, I've had clients like, I don't want to get on top because I don't like the way my stomach looks or my body looks or I, I feel like I would look disgusting, but you can't see yourself. And as long as they're saying, hey, I love you, get on top, you're not weighing me down, we're good, it's good, right? Um you know, they're going to let you know if they're feeling uncomfortable, right? So Absolutely. Just, you just have to like, go, you know, stop yourself in your tracks and be like, you know, these inches, this size is fine, right? right. And I'm, I'm going to keep moving forward because I want to enjoy and be 
present, you know, during sexy time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that is the most important thing is being present. So I will encourage people to really spend a couple of minutes each day loving on yourself, right? And if there's Mm -hmm. a part of you that you find difficult, you know, if you're a size you find difficult, find ways that you feel comfortable. Look at your clothing choices. Do things that actually enhance rather than take away so you can start working on that because the more relaxed you are, the better the sex is going to be. Yep. Always. Um, (laughs) And we are a few minutes from close, believe it or not. So I really want to thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Ah, Thank you. If people want to find you, where should they look? If people want to find me, you can find me on social media um, at Velvet Lips uh, Sex Ed. That's sex without the E. You know, I'm trying not to get in trouble. <laughs> boss type stuff. But um, uh, so you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram with that handle. Um, you can go to my website, VelvetLipsSexEd.com, um, as well as you can email me if you have any questions, Marla at VelvetLipsLLC.com. And um, if you want to be nosy and know other parts of my life, you know, maybe teaching or the research or anything, you can go to my website, MarlaReneeStewart.com. That cool. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I encourage you to do that because there's some great stuff and the research is really interesting if you like research. I want to <laughs> thank Manscaped again for sponsoring me and remind people that they can get a 20% discount and free shipping if they go to Manscaped.com and they use the code a2Z-Sex. So it's A-T-O-Z-S-E-X. Thanks a lot for listening today. If you've got more questions, email me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.com. If you've got an idea for the show, do send it in. I'm always looking for good ideas. And if there's a guest you think I should have on, let me know. Next week, Jay is for jacking and jilling off. And it's a rebroadcast from April as I'm going to be traveling. Um, And actually, I'm driving that day on the coast road in California, and so there's no way I was going to be able to record. I'll be back on the 31st with L is for Sex After Grief and Loss with Joan Price. In the meantime, have a fantastic couple of weeks. Make them hot, healthy, sexy. Don't forget to have lots and lots of safe fun. And I'll see you all soon. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on Voice America Health and Wellness. See you next week. <laughs>